Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm an award-winning blogger, YouTuber, life coach, badass entrepreneur, manifester, and author. My mission is to awaken and to inspire women to live their best lives now and to find their purpose in life. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and to start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. So thank you so much guys for joining me for another one of my Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast episodes today. So today I wanted to talk about something a little bit different. I don't think we've really covered this in depth here on the podcast at all. So I'm really excited to talk about this with you and hear you guys' thoughts on this as well. So I am currently writing my third book and this is one of the chapters and one of the things I'm talking about at the moment and one of the things I've actually been experiencing I would say over the last six months as well. So it definitely feels prominent for me to be talking about this and creating content around this and I really wanted to bring this, yeah, this conversation to the table well before next year when the book comes out which will be late next year so it's a long time off and it's still very much being written. So today's theme I really want to talk about is navigating uncertainty, yes, but also talking about living grief and not necessarily, I mean, we can definitely apply grief here in all, in all forms, loss in all forms for sure, but I specifically want to talk about living grief and what that means and how we can navigate that and how we can really lean into uncertainty as well, because let's be real, the last year and a bit of our lives have been really uncertain with COVID, with just so much going on in the world and so many things changing and our lives changing forever and us as humans changing forever as well. We have been thrown into uncertainty. We have been thrown in sort of like head first. And I really want to talk about how how we've navigated that, but also how we navigate it in life as well, outside of COVID, outside of lockdowns, and how you can use the uncertainty to your advantage as well. Yes, you heard me right. How you can use that to your advantage and how we can stop past tripping, future tripping and get in that present moment because the present moment is the secret and that's what I'm really going to share with you today is how you get into that present moment, why that's the secret and why all these other contributing factors are stopping you, blocking you, cock blocking you, (laughs) whatever you want to call it, um, spiritually from receiving your desires. 
So living grief then. So I talk about loss. Um, well, I talk about loss a lot in the book. Um, not so much in my work at the moment, but I will be talking about loss. And loss can come in many forms. Yes, it can certainly be the death of a loved one, the passing of somebody, you know, over to the spiritual realm. Absolutely. Um, but we also experience living loss and living grief of experiencing the loss of something, whether that's the career you once dreamed of having, whether that's a relationship, a marriage, whether that's a friendship, whether that's a a chapter in your life. Like it could be so many different things. And I think people just don't talk about this enough. And actually that I think we're almost like forced to just move on, let go, get on with our lives, deal with it. It didn't happen. And, you know, but just be positive and the universe will deliver your desires. And I actually really want to cross tie this in because I'm currently creating a freaking awesome offering, which comes out in June. It's the best thing ever. I'm not going to spoil it. Um, And one of the questions I asked you guys over on Instagram was, what is one of the things that you struggle with the most in law of attraction? And a lot of you put disappointment and loss. And I thought, okay, I'm not the only one here who like wants to put this in whatever I'm creating. So yes, we have loss, but then we also have the grief and the disappointment. And I think this ties really nicely into law of attraction because there are so many people listening and I can hold my hand up as well, who have experienced loss, grief and disappointment with manifesting and can think, well, like what the F universe, like I manifested this, like how could I lose it? Why am I grieving over this? Why didn't it work out? And again, this isn't just about relationships. For me, it has panned out in that way. And also I think, the ideas of things in my career as well, certainly, but it can really apply to any area of your life here. And what that ends up doing is if we're not fully moving past that and finding peace with that, whatever it is, you're either past tripping or future tripping. And when you're past tripping, you're feeling that almost like depressive energy where you're feeling nostalgic, you're feeling pulled and drawn and living in the past, I guess, essentially living in a reality that never even existed and when you're future tripping you almost have that anxiety energy where you're anticipating and you're future tripping you're imagining and visualizing again this reality that doesn't exist and both don't exist and this is the crazy thing because I've done this myself you you can almost get trapped in that place where you're almost like creating a reality of your life that doesn't exist And therefore you're trying to manifest one thing and the universe is trying to manifest another thing in your life and nothing's happening because you're not even in the present moment. And this can happen on a really subtle level. Like you may be thinking, oh God, I'm not past tripping. I'm not future tripping. But if you're hearing these truth bombs throughout what I'm sharing, like it can be really freaking subtle and we can feel robbed of things. We can feel like, well, why didn't that work out? Why didn't that happen? Why, why can't I have that universe? And the thing that I'm learning more and more over the last five years since I've spiritually awakened and all the things I have manifested in my life is there are no mistakes. There are zero mistakes with the universe. And it may not feel like that at the time, of course, hindsight is a beautiful thing. Um, You know, it may feel really upsetting and hard and grief and loss. And I've experienced those feelings, all of them, all of them. And I had to grieve the version of my life I thought I was gonna have twice. And well, actually three times if we're getting really technical. And, you know, like I had a really open and honest conversation with somebody um, a while ago and I said to them, you are gonna have to grieve 
that you thought you'd spend the rest of your life with with that person and you're and you're not and I said like you really need to grieve that because when you've spent a long time with somebody if we're you know if we're putting this on relationships here you do you you create that reality where you see yourself with that person maybe you see yourself settling down with that person having kids buying a house whatever and when it doesn't happen it's almost like you're then like what happened like where did it go wrong like I saw that so clearly like why didn't that happen and there are so many different reasons why so many it's not that you didn't manifest right or that you did something wrong it's just that the law of attraction is one aspect to a very complex universe and within that dynamic universe you have things like free will especially in relationships free will like you can't force somebody to go along the path that you know you set out you have karmic contracts maybe it's in your soul contract that you weren't meant to be together or that was just meant to be a learning experience you have destiny so again free will is all tying into the kind of karmic contracts um and there are so many different you know I could go on for hours about all of this but essentially what I'm trying to say is is that it's just not that simple sometimes. And it's not that you're not manifesting correctly. It's that actually the universe is taking you along the very path to get you to where you want to be and what you want to manifest. But sometimes it's not as simple as we as humans see it. We love to think that we know everything. We love to think that like, right, this is easy. I know what I want. I know what's best for me. And the universe is like, please, dear God, let us help here. (laughs) And you know, I look back over my life and I think, Jesus, if I had manifested what I wanted five years ago, I would not have been in the place to sustain that, to keep that. And I wouldn't have been the person I wanted to be in my life when I received that desire. But that's five years of hindsight right there. At the time, obviously feels awful, feels like, why is this happening? Like you feel the loss, you feel the grief, you're like, what am I doing wrong? Like whatever, in whatever area it may be that you're feeling this. But truthfully, we have to grieve. And I always love the saying, everything is as it should be. And If it could have been, it would have been. And I think so many of us get stuck in that cycle of what if, what if, what if, what if, whether it's past tripping or future tripping of what if this happens or why didn't that happen? What if that had have happened another way? And I'm a Virgo, so literally I spend like my past times as future tripping and past tripping, like that's a freaking hobby for a Virgo. (laughs) And it's not a healthy one either. And I know so many other people who do this as well. And if you're not fully closing that door to your past, whatever it may be. It could just be like a past version of yourself. It doesn't necessarily have to be an external factor. It could literally be this past version of yourself, whether maybe you've gone through like addiction or recovery and you're not fully shutting that door to that chapter that has passed. You're not fully able to be present. You're not fully able to manifest what you want, but also again, you're just reliving that grief and it is grief. And I think it's difficult because so many people would look at it and be like, but nobody died. I mean, in some cases, somebody might have died. But if you look at the kind of living grief, it may be that nobody died, but we don't allow ourselves that time to grieve that version of our life we thought we would live or grieve that version of our life that we had hoped for ourselves. And I think it's really important we do that. And it's something that I've definitely incorporated into my practice and something I'm really passionate about, hence why it's going in the book, because I think this is a big reason why people 
are unsatisfied and experience, you know, feelings like depression, anxiety, or they're not feeling great, they're living in the past, they're feeling stuck in life. This is why. And I guess for people, it is scary almost to throw themselves into that uncertainty and throw themselves into, right, here I go again, what's next universe then? I thought I knew what was happening. I thought I knew what was going on and nope, plot twist, here we go again. So what? And really, you know, what I think has helped me massively within that process is to really drop every expectation for your life. And it's really like, it's almost, it feels alien to say that because, you know, when I started my law of attraction journey, like we're so taught of like, have this vision of your life, hold it, like know what you want, be crystal clear, put your energy in, set the intentions, ask, believe, receive. So I feel like what I do now is almost like backwards to what I did in the beginning but it works, (laughs) flipping works, but it feels backwards. And I think it's really important that we explore these things and find what our manifesting superpowers and talents are. But really, and you know, I've had deep in depth conversations with my friends and peers about this as well. And it's always when you drop the expectations and it's almost like when you can drop the expectations of how you think your life should pan out, the universe can step in and say, let us surprise you. And I'm a Virgo. I'm not someone who particularly likes surprises. (laughs) I'm someone who's like, I like to know what's going on. Don't fucking surprise me. Don't do anything. Um, I am better though. I do like surprises. But, um, you know, for for someone in that energy, it's quite hard. It's like when the universe is like, you think you know, you know nothing. And I've been shown that time and time again. And I think it's that controlling aspect in us all that wants to feel in control and feel like we know what's happening, we're in control, etc. Like whatever the story is, when actually we're not in control at all. And I put a quote on my Instagram the other week, which reads, the thing, the thing to remember here is you're really not in control. None of us are. Yes, we can set intentions and co-create our reality, but the universe decides how that plays out and when. Trust in the timing of your life. There are no mistakes. So that was part of a blog post I wrote, but it's so freaking true. And I'm like, damn, where was this advice when I needed it a few months ago, Emma? Like, <laughs> why is it always that I go through these things and I make these great quotes that I could have like done with? So... There is no easy way to say like, right, step one, do this, step two, do this, and step three, you're healed. Um, there are obviously steps. <laughs> um, essentially, you have to drop the expectations of saying, you know, like, right, what I'm doing, is that freaking working? Probably not. So drop the expectations and allow yourself to be surprised and you and allow yourself to grieve. Like I would say that is the first step. You have to grieve for the life you thought you would live. And like I said, that could be past versions of yourself. It could be the way you thought your life would pan out. It could be relationships, careers, people. Like like I said, grief comes in all forms. And the one form that I don't see spoken about enough is living grief. Because I think we're just, you know, we're, we're emotional creatures and we're loving creatures, especially if you're on the spiritual path. Like, you know, you get pretty invested in stuff and when something doesn't work out or you do feel disappointed or you're like, why did that happen? This is that part where you need to do this work because one day there will be an answer. One day the universe will be like, see, like 
you just had to trust us and you just had to get out your own way and look what happened when you did. But right now you may not be in that place and I wasn't in that place and I couldn't see why and I was like, this is insane, like what is happening? Like sometimes things just don't make sense and sometimes we don't have those answers either. Like sometimes we don't have closure, sometimes we don't have answers, sometimes we don't understand why things happen. But then hearing quotes like everything is as it should be and if it could have been, it would have been, doesn't really always fill the void. Um, <laughs> I think the, the quotes mean well, but again, like that doesn't really help you. So grieving and allowing yourself to go through that process is vital because if you're not grieving what could have been, you're not closing that door and accepting, accepting that it couldn't have been any different it couldn't have been any different. And I know a lot of people, I know that brought me comfort, but I think a lot of people will hear that and think, shit, it's true. Because if it could have been different, it would have been different. And as long as you show up as yourself and you're following your truth, that was always the best you could do in any situation. And as long as you kept your side of the street clean and you showed up in the best way that you could, which be honest with yourself, you probably did anyway. And also you showed up exactly how you were meant to. Even if you can sit there and say, actually could have done something different, you still showed up exactly how you were meant to. If it was meant to be, it would have been. And I think that's one thing that my friends always echo to me throughout like this whole grieving process was if it was meant for you, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have passed you by. Like there is no way it could have. And I'm seeing that in the physical massively in a totally different way. And I'm like, shit, I literally avoided this thing, <laughs> this thing and it didn't let me go. And then I realized that I didn't want it to. And that only came from grieving, letting go, dropping all expectations, acceptance, and letting myself be surprised by the universe without even the intention. I just knew. And there were those clues there, um, but sometimes we have uh, rose-tinted glasses on or we have blinkers to other <laughs> the other things, whether it's past tripping, future tripping, whatever. So being in the present moment allows you to see a heck of a lot with clarity, a heck of a lot. And doing those things help you to bring yourself further into that present moment. Because if you're looking to the past or looking to the future, your your focus isn't on the present moment. And the present moment is all you ever have. It's where you can take your action and it's where you have your power of, we never, we don't have tomorrow. It doesn't exist. It's not here. It never does. It just always appears as the present moment and the past is gone. It's not coming back and there's nothing you can do or change. And we have to find peace with that as well. So living grief is a really interesting concept, um, which fascinates me because I think not enough people are aware that it's okay to do that. And it's okay to be sad. Like it's okay to be sad that something didn't work out in the way you wanted it to. It doesn't mean it was good or bad. It just means, hey, it wasn't in alignment. And there is some reason why it wasn't. And I'm sure very soon the universe will show you why it wasn't in a really happy, amazing way. But for now, you have to grieve that. And you have to grieve the life you thought you were gonna live. You have to grieve the manifestation you were certain was gonna happen. You have to grieve the loss that you feel. And I guess the loss is an illusion unless it's actually a physical person passing. Again, that's not what I mean. 
millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. ...by this, but say, for instance, if we thought you were gonna like say you started up a business and you were like this is what I really want to do this is my passion whatever you did it didn't work out and then maybe you had a complete pivot and you went into a completely different career path and you think well, what the heck was that like why did I do that why did I feel that so strongly why was I so certain that that was going to happen and it's not that you were wrong you're never wrong it's just at that time you had to go along that path for whatever reason which will be revealed so it's really about grieving that loss and saying right there is sometimes there will be like a physical loss sometimes there might be a financial loss sometimes there might be an emotional loss um or maybe it's just the dream the dream loss and all of them are valid all those feelings all those emotions every single one of them is valid because you felt them and it's not a bad thing that you did it's beautiful that you did but what we have to learn in this lifetime that loss is an illusion it really is. And how can we lose something that we never really had, right? <laughs> and I think that one was a big eye-opener for me. And I think that's definitely like what I realised was like, what am I actually grieving? I'm grieving the illusion in my head that I created. I'm grieving the version of my life that I saw. But was that ever my reality? No, it wasn't. So what did I lose? I didn't lose a physical thing. I mean, sometimes you do, obviously. But I grieved the version I had created. And I think that's the hard part is as actually having that almost like 360 awareness of, yes, you can grieve the actual thing, but also you need to grieve how you saw it, how you, what you created it to be. Um, so it's like, even if you had like a past situation, um, maybe like a friendship and you saw it in one way, but the person saw it in the other way. And then you have to grieve what you see from your perspective. So again, we're, um, <laughs> it's not an easy, an easy step. There's so many different ways and things to consider and look at, but 
essentially, you know, how you grieve that is allow yourself to cry. Cry, scream, punch a pillow if you want to, write a letter. I found the most powerfulest things can be written down. And obviously I'm a writer and author, so words hold a lot of power to me. But for me, I find writing letters to that person, to that situation, to the universe, and just getting every single emotion out is some of the most powerful shit you can do and burn it burn it afterwards, destroy the letter. I find handwriting is good, but obviously typing is just as good if you want to. And burn it and release it and say, you know, I'm releasing this to the universe now. I don't need to carry this. It's safe for me to let this go. But as you know, with all kinds of grief, if you've ever experienced, you know, the grief of a loved one in your lifetime, you know, it's not something you can just do step one, step two, step three, done. Grief is a spiral. Grief is part of healing. It's it's a spiral. It's not a A straight A to B kind of line. It's a spiral. And some days you're going to feel okay. And some days you're not going to feel okay. You might go six months to feel fine. And then suddenly you're like, oh fuck, like I'm thinking about that again. And again, that's not a good or bad thing. It's just a neutral. It's just a thought. It's just a thought pattern that comes into your head, a thought that you're having. So I would really stop seeing it as positive or negative. I would just see it as this is an emotion I'm feeling and it's valid. And how can I allow myself to feel that in this moment? How can I allow myself to move through this and witness and acknowledge what I need to in order to release it? And how can I have compassion for myself? Oh geez, compassion is the big, big takeaway for you guys here today. Compassion for yourself, compassion for others. If it was meant to happen, it would have happened. Have compassion for yourself of knowing that you did all you could. Have compassion for the other person or the other situation or whatever it is that they or that did all it could. It just wasn't meant to be. It just wasn't meant to happen. And I think that's probably one of the biggest lessons that we take away here from this earth is questioning things. And, you know, we're here, we're students of the universe. It's like, why do these things happen? Like, what do we learn from this? And every single encounter you have, whether it's a person, a place, whatever, you're going to learn something. There's going to be a blessing and a lesson there. Not always negative, of course, not always bad. Again, stop seeing it as negative or good. See it as it is what it is meant to be. Let things be what they need to be. That's another thing as well about dropping the expectations is allowing things to be what they need to be. Stop creating the past tripping or the future tripping versions of whatever it is. Like say it was like, we're going to use something random here. Say it was an apple, (laughs) really random, an apple. So the apple is an apple and the apple's just sat there and it's like, you're going to eat me or you're not going to eat me. And then what we do is we then create this past tripping or this future tripping about this apple of all these different things. And the apple's like, you're just going to eat me or you're not. I'm just sat here being an apple and you're turning me into an elephant. You're turning me into something else. I'm just an apple who's either going to be eaten or not. And I'm sat in front of you. So if we just allowed the apple to be the apple, I don't even know why I'm talking about an apple right now. I could have used something so much more interesting. But if we just allowed the apple to be the apple and allow everything in our lives to be what they needed to be, oh Jesus, we'd feel so much more peace. We would be so much happier because when we force and when we future trip and past trip, all we're doing is like putting ourselves in cages. All we're doing is causing pain and loss and these versions that don't exist. And that's the hardest part is when we create a version of something that never existed. And there will be inner work with that. Of course, there will be inner work with that. And I found like the more I've done the inner work and the more 
I've, you know, learnt things, seen things, had awareness, whatever you want to call it. I don't do that anymore and I see things for what they are a lot more. But that's also because I have a good grief process and that doesn't mean I don't get excited about things. Of course I have caution, of course I'm like, oh, you know, keep present with it, allow it to be what it needs to be. I'll get excited when it happens. My famous quote of I'll deal with it when it's on the table, you know, all of that applies. But again, it's not saying that you can't be excited or you can't get your hopes up about, you know, whatever it is in your life. But it's saying also that just allow it to be what it needs to be. It doesn't need to be anything more than what it is because what it is, is in the present moment. And when you're in the present moment, you see it for what it is and you experience it for what it is as well. Like you're not painting those versions of the past or the present onto the apple. The apple is just the apple and the apple's in the present moment. The apple has fresh eyes, fresh perspective. It's a new apple. It's not yesterday's apple. It's not tomorrow's apple. It's today's apple, which is different to all the other apples. So I'm hoping my apple analogy is somewhat making sense here. Um, It made sense in my head anyway. But essentially you have to grieve, you have to grieve and live in grief. And I think that that was shown to me really powerfully from my friend who has had to grieve a lot in her life of her old life, of who she used to be. And that's a whole other thing. Like when you're grieving like a past version of yourself or a version of yourself that you no longer are, um, whether it's down to health or whatever, um, you know, I've had to look at those versions of myself and I've been quite happy in letting go of those versions of myself. I much prefer, you know, the version of myself who I am today and like I'm happy within myself. So I haven't really necessarily had to do that, but I've had to grieve for that version of myself. I've had to grieve for that past version of myself who thought that life would be different. I had to grieve for myself who thought that those things would work out or that my life was going to look a certain way and I was so you know, set on it and a lot of people were. But again, if it was, it would have happened, it didn't. And there's there's no good or bad with that. It's not sad, it's not happy, it's neutral. It's one of those things where you have to look at it and just say, it is what it is. It is what it is because it played out exactly how it was meant to. And there are no mistakes and the universe knows what it's doing. And in all of your life, you have never got to a point where you're like, oh, that wasn't replaced. Oh, the universe took that and it wasn't replaced, no. And I always remember this massively amazing quote that whatever the universe takes is never lost. It's merely transformed. And oh my God, freaking yes. <laughs> freaking yes to all the yes queens in the world. Like it is so true. But we, when we're in that middle ground, that middle zone of grief, of loss, of the unknown, you can't, you know, it's not as easy to just sit there and look at that and say, yeah, yeah, I trust, I believe. It's not. Like, anybody who's saying that to you is a liar. <laughs> like, so, even, like, the biggest spiritual gurus in the world, like, if they're real, they're going to be feeling that too because everybody has emotions. Everybody's human. Everybody is experiencing these things. And COVID really was that eye-opener for us of navigating uncertainty in a whole new freaking manner because we were all going through it at the same time. It's not just one person, the whole world went through this together and our whole lives were tipped upside down. Our whole lives were stopped quite literally and we were freaking forced to deal with stuff. So even that, like you look at COVID as an example in terms of lockdowns, in terms of the virus, like we as a collective have navigated massive uncertainty the last year and we got through it. We got through it 
we got through it with love, we got through it with joy, we got through it with hope, we got through it with faith, whatever you want to call it. And it's exactly the same here of like, maybe even this podcast is just, you know, bringing up that reminder to grieve the old world. Like a lot of people, when I hear it, it's so funny from the muggles. (laughs) I don't want to call them the muggles, but you know what I mean? Non-believers are like, oh, life's going to go back to how it was. And I'm like, it's really not. I really just want to burst that bubble for you now. It will never go back to how it was. Not because, um, you know, of any particular reason, but because that was not the collective plan. The collective plan from the universe was to have this shakeup so that things could change for the positive. And we're seeing that slowly, but surely. So it's never going to go back. We're moving forwards. And again, use that for your own life. You're not going backwards. You're moving forwards all of the time. So shutting those doors reclaims your power. Shutting those doors and grieving and allowing that loss and to feel it allows you to bring your power and energy back into the present moment to be able to move forwards in the most, you know, in the best way that you can. So instead of feeling stuck, all of your energy is in within you here in the present moment, meaning you can take action moving forwards. Things shift because you're here and now. You're not in the past, you're not in the future, you're here and now. So I really hope this podcast has made sense to you. (laughs) I promise it will make sense in the book too. (laughs) I promise there's a thought process to this and a strategy and but I think it's just nice to just voice things sometimes I think it's nice to just share that perspective and ramblings and musings on things so that it can help you guys too but I would love to hear your thoughts on living grief as well and navigating that uncertainty because I just don't, I never see people talk about this because until I experienced it and had my friends say it to me, like I literally had never seen anybody talk about this. No, I hadn't read it in any book, nothing. Literally my friend was like, you need to grieve this version of yourself that you thought you were gonna be or the life you were gonna have. And it was quite a natural thing as well where I got to a point where I was like, I have to grieve this. I have to like fully go into this to grieve and let go of this. And best thing that ever happened. <laughs> best thing that ever happened because it. I then was able to see everything with so much clarity because I was in the present moment and I realised that actually the only thing that was making me unhappy and the only thing that was stopping me from yeah, like being present and experiencing the feelings and emotions and life I wanted to live was my freaking self, of course, but also because I was still living in the version that I had created. And we do this as humans, we do this. And again, it's not bad, it's not positive, it's not anything, it's neutral. It's just, okay, that's that. I'm gonna grieve that, I'm gonna let that go. And I'm going to allow everything in my present moment to be what it needs to be without force, without agenda, without expectations. Remember to drop the freaking expectations as well. Because it's one thing having, I guess, intentions for your life. It's one thing having, I would like that. But then it's also, it must be that. It's that which is not the energy you want. It's okay to have, you know, like, I see, you know, I'd love to do this or I'd love whatever it is to have that quality but the expectation is the problem. And expecting it to come at a certain time, a certain way, the how, when, why's, uh-uh, nope, drop it all. You're not in control, you're not in control. And if any of this feels like the most backwards law of attraction you've ever heard, trust me, I've battled this within myself. But 
control and releasing it will be some of the best inner work you ever do. And it really is because you allow yourself to need nothing and needing nothing attracts everything. Oh boy, I'm learning that. (laughs) And, um, you know, and again, that's not saying that you shouldn't want things for your life. You know, I've had these intentions and I've had these things I would like to happen. But what I'm saying is that when I let it all go, when I had zero expectations and when I grieved the past and let it go and stopped future tripping and actually got in the present moment and did that inner work around control, want, need, etc., everything I wanted, I didn't need. It wasn't like I had a desperation or a need or an urgency, but it just came because I was like, oh, okay, I was actually fine like I was just chilling and I was happy and it was fine so let the universe surprise you because you will be surprised like really freaking surprised and it's positive it's positive and and allow everything to be what it needs to be don't put labels on things don't put expectations on things don't do anything of the sort allow what needs to show up in your life to show up in the way that it needs to I can't stress that enough. (laughs) Allow what needs to show up in your life to show up in your life as it needs to. Because maybe the very inspiration or next step or guidance that you need can't come through because you have those expectations there. Because you're building that expectation of your life and the universe is like, but that's not real. That's not existing in your reality. And again, yes, visualize, yes, It's good to have a grand plan, but you can't, it's the, I'm trying to word this in a way where it's going to make sense because it's so freaking backwards because it's like, everyone's like, imagine it's your, you know, your reality. But then we almost romanticize a reality that actually doesn't exist. And this is where people get stuck is they create these realities and romanticize, and I'm not just talking about love, romanticizing careers, friendships, whatever, that you're romanticizing something which isn't actually real. Whereas if you romanticize the present moment and find joy and appreciation and gratitude and romanticize this very freaking moment and what's turning up in your present moment, that's the secret. The secret is the present moment. The secret is not to romanticize and create things in the past or future. See what you want here in the physical but tune into the energy. And this is what my friend said, and it was some of the best advice I ever had actually, um, where she said, stop focusing on the hows, whens, whys, whatever, and focus on the energy of that emotion that is connected to that desire. And as soon as I did, oh my freaking God, it was like a magnet, a magnet. And I also was able to identify the feeling when the manifestation turned up because I'd felt it. So again, don't romanticize visions and expectations which aren't real, but focus on the emotion of the thing you want in the present moment and romanticize the feeling in the present moment to be able to identify when that thing comes into your life. So that was a little bit of a whirlwind. Um, That was a little bit of an extra add-on there. (laughs) Um, But obviously it needed to be in there. But please do come on over to Instagram at I am Emma Mumford or even my free law of attraction support group over on Facebook. The link's in the description below. And please give me your thoughts on this as well. Because again, 
I'm not saying I know everything, I definitely don't, um, but it would be nice to, yeah, like hear your thoughts on this, hear if this has like sparked some inquiry within you, or even like how you've gone through that as well, or maybe even if this has helped, like again, I want to have those conversations with you guys. So please do come on over and tell me your thoughts on this as well. So thank you so much guys for listening. I appreciate all your views and likes. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love, love to see you again soon. Don't forget you can join my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook where you can join myself and other like-minded souls. And I'll see you all in my next podcast episode, which will be next week. Lots of love, guys. Hi. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. 